like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual, kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prunes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. When you think about a hard limit list, though, that's those things that you just never do. It's uh, things that uh, you never do and you never want done to you. There's always like one thing that always ends up on everyone's list. Now, obviously, there's those the three things that uh, have to do with consent that belong on everyone's list. And really, they don't really belong on the limit list because they belong outside of BDSM. Uh, anything, anything or anyone that cannot give consent. So obviously, those are no minors, no dead people, no animals. Uh, those involve consent, and those are actually outside of BDSM, so we typically don't put them on a limit list, even though sometimes people add that. But there's one kink that always tends to land on a hard limit list, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, coprophilia comes from two Greek words meaning excrement fondness and is the official name for the fetish involving sexual arousal and pleasure using poop. Uh, this fetish is often one of the fastest to land on a hard limit list, although many people also often enjoy other kinks that come in close contact with feces. So I believe it gets on that hard limit list so quickly because of a few different things. Typically, lack of education, maybe uh, having a wild imagination, and social stigma. I'm Primal Piggy. You can find me on Facebook at The Primal Piggy, all one word. I'm also the admin of a rather large Facebook page called Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape. You can find that page on Facebook at WCDT BDSM. Check out our private Facebook group, BDSM Education Group. It's about 1,200 people that are learning about how to apply power exchange and how to practice kink. And um, a lot of these podcast episodes actually come from material that we have taught on BDSM Education Group. Uh, also, you can find a lot of our resources and more at www.bdsmunited.com. So let's briefly touch on social stigma first before I do some education on some different types of coprophilia play, some that you might be shocked that you actually do. Uh, when people say they're into kink, they often throw out those handful of hard limits that I discussed earlier. It's usually kids, animals, piss, and scat, or some variation of those. They usually don't say why those are their limits, and they often, and oftentimes, don't really have any other reason other than those are all gross, which is classic kink shaming, um, you know, when kink is involved. Uh, everything outside of consent, like I said earlier, is automatically considered off-limits within BDSM. Consent is the reason why kids, minors, animals, dead people are all hard limits. 
Uh, they can't give consent, so therefore they're automatically hard limits. If we put anything else on our hard limit list, we need to know why it's on it. I mean, saying something is gross, like I said earlier, is classic 100% kink shaming. Uh, just because you think scat or poop is gross, it doesn't mean you need to go around on BDSM pages and sites and educational or go around anywhere kink shaming it and saying, well, um, it's just gross, so no one should do it, uh, or I shouldn't do it. Uh, for anything that's able to be done within consent, gross is not a good enough reason because it often translates that the people who do those things are gross people, and that's not the case with most kink. Perhaps something is a limit because it doesn't appear to be something you would enjoy, or it's something you don't feel is safe for you, or it's something that you're afraid of, or it's something that you tried and you did not like, or it's related to something traumatic that was done to you. These are all valid reasons for a hard limit. Just be sure whatever the reason is, and there are many others, that it's not related to kink shaming. That's when we say something is gross or ridiculous, inhumane. Uh, even when we're saying, in my opinion, that's, that still doesn't make it right to share that opinion because you're often also saying that the people who do those things are gross, ridiculous, inhumane, and, and uh, so forth and so on. So let's look at some different types of kink that involve aspects of coprophilia or scat play. Um, anal, rimming, and ass-to-mouth are three types of play that involve an area of the body that comes in direct contact with feces. Anal play can involve all kinds of other kinks, too. Anything to do with anal play involves playing with the anus, the sphincter muscles, and or the rectum. No matter what you do, there is no way to guarantee that those areas are totally clean or totally free of all fecal matter. You can do a complete uh, enema. You can do a complete clean-out. You can, you know, wipe and swab and scrub and do, uh, you know, every other type of thing. But a lot of those, but you still may come in contact with feces in a lot of those things. So no matter what you do, there's no way to guarantee that those areas are totally clean. If you regularly play in that area, you may encounter some fecal matter at one time or another. And if you regularly put your mouth near that area or objects that have been in that area, you will likely ingest some form of feces at one time or another. So if you're uh, doing oral sex, um, uh, a penis and balls or uh, the whole vulva area, they're all right there next to the ass. And so you may come in contact with fecal matter at one time or another. And if you, you know, like I said, if you regularly put your mouth there, you'll likely ingest some form of feces at one time or another. And if you enjoyed those kinks, you know what? It's no big deal. Keep enjoying them. You know, be as clean as you can and don't worry about it. Uh, scat play 
can be done a variety of ways. Most commonly, it's having your partner push excre—sorry, <laughs> push excrement out of the body onto some part of your body, out of their body onto some part of your body. <laughs> Sorry, some of these words are, <laughs> you know, kind of tongue twisting me today. But scat play can be done a variety of ways. Most commonly, it's having your partner push excrement out of their body onto some part of your body. The hands, the stomach, the chest, or the genitals, those are common areas for scat play. Oftentimes, to do scat safely, you can use a piece of plastic wrap. You can put the piece of plastic wrap over uh, to cover the receiving person's body. Just one slight little piece of plastic wrap, saran wrap film, you know, is all you need, uh, to, you know, to do scat completely safely, to separate the scat from that part of the body. Just as in wax play, one can feel the warmth and the sensation through the plastic wrap. So it's a similar connection to having the feces directly on the skin. Yet no pathogens are passed in the process and cleanup is absolutely even easier. You just wrap up the saran wrap and any of the scat material in it and you dispose of it. It is uncommon for scat play to involve ingesting feces, though some do it. Um, though some people enjoy consuming uh, feces, there are numerous risks that are involved because feces is a way our body exits pathogens and other bacteria out of our system. Oftentimes, a lot of these pathogens and bacteria are healthy bacteria, but, you know, sometimes they're not so much. So you'll really want to be careful who you play with. You want to know the the health conditions that somebody may have, but also, you know, sometimes things go undiagnosed and things are unknown. And so, you know, there are risks involved. You need to be risk aware. And if you still want to play that way, then do it as safely as you can. And, you know, if, uh, if anything comes up, see a healthcare professional. Uh, scat play can be simulated altogether. There are numerous foods and other substances like clay, for example, that hold warmth and have similar texture to feces. Simulating it can be a very primal experience for both partners. While, while considered edge play due to its risks, scat play is often sensual, it's primal, it's about the feelings of connection, but it can also be part of humiliation or degradation play. So, you know, possibly you like, uh, you want to feel owned, you want to, you know, you want to feel connected, you want to feel primal, you want to have a sensual, you want, you know, sometimes, you know, you want all of your partner on you and in you and around you. You want to be totally connected to all of them, all of their fluids, all of their, you know, every part of them. And then sometimes it can be, you know, if you're into humiliation or, degra or degradation or you want to, you know, feel messy, you want to feel dirty, you want to feel gross in a good way, you know, if it's something that you want, not something somebody else is telling you that you are outside of your relationship, but maybe you want those things on you and you want your partner to call you gross and, and, and what you want your partner to humiliate you and degrade you. And, you know, then that can be a kink.
um, it's still fine if it belongs on your hard limit list. <laughs> Excuse me. Like every other consensual kink, it isn't for everyone. All kinks have risks. We need to be risk aware. That's why we use a, a motto rack, risk aware consensual kink. All kink needs uh, has risks. All kink needs to be consensual. Uh, and so uh, someone, you know, and someone thinks the things that you're into don't appear to be the things they would enjoy. So even if you're not into scat play and you're into what you think everyone else is into, there is someone who thinks that your kinks are gross. Thankfully, they're not sharing those. You know. So. You know, thanks for allowing me the opportunity to share some education. <coughs> Excuse me, on this commonly misunderstood kink. You know, coprophilia, scat play, anal play, poop, shit, whatever you would like to call it, feces. You know, they're all different uh, terms for a similar type of play. It can be about feelings of connection, humiliation, degrading. Um, it can just be something sensual. Uh, and it doesn't even have to be the substance itself. It can be simulated with something like clay or some other type of uh, dirt or some other type of material. So, again, thank you. I am Primal Piggy. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity to break from some of our other series that we're doing and to teach on this commonly misunderstood kink. Like I said, um, maybe it's still fine if it belongs on your hard limit list, but just like consensual kink, every other one, it isn't for everyone. And so uh, you can find me on Facebook at The Primal Piggy or on Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape at WCDT BDSM. Check me out on YouTube. You can find me by searching Primal Piggy. And... uh you know, check out some of our other podcasts as well. Uh, we have a series that we were running at the time that I recorded this certain podcast called BDSM Summer School. Check out that series or check out some of our BDSM foundational series, which is includes some of the, uh, you know, uh, slave training 101, 102 and 103. Those are really popular. Uh, so check out some of the other ones. And thank you for listening today. Uh, have a good day, a good afternoon, a good evening, depending on where you are. Before you go, head on over and visit our friend Nookie at DatingKinky.com. She's been a longtime supporter and friend of Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape, and she's built a very inclusive service that is Dating Kinky. Built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. But also check out a Plus membership. It gives you access to nine books, three online classes, and over 250 webinar replays. That's nearly 400 hours of kinky education. Plus membership is an amazing deal. You also get access to amazing features like voice and video chat. That's datingkinky.com.